Hey, what's up, y'all? We are back with the second episode of Look No Further. I am here with the myth, the icon, the legend, the scientist, character actress. Eric, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You are also an icon, a drama queen, um, a princess, and a songstress. So thank you. There wasn't a single lie there, so... <laughs> No, I'm doing really good. Like, two truths um, and a lie. <laughs> yeah, pick out the lie out of the four. Um, no, I'm doing really good. Uh, work's been, like, weirdly good this week. I'm back on my gym gym life. Um, yeah, everything's going well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, like, so glad this week is just, like, half days at work, and the next week I'm fully off, and I'm just, like, it's kind of, like, a looming anxiety, like, what am I going to do alone with my thoughts and time to myself? It's like when you're working, you're just like, Oh, I wish I had more time. And then you're like given time. And it's like, what the hell do I do with with it? it? (laughs) Exactly. I actually actually like that. My days are like totally full from work. Like it just keeps me, I don't know. I think like, it's like that, like getting older and you like actually enjoy going to the grocery store kind of like mentality versus when you were a kid Stop. <laughs> you're like no yeah. anything else but now i'm like it's time to do a chore <laughs> I, that's that's approaching 30 that's what that is that's basura we do not get excited about the grocery store no we do not get excited about the gym not we do not get excited about some fresh okay sometimes i do think about tamales and how much i need them so you got me there you got me there oh my god but yeah i'm doing doing well though like i think i just want to i don't know i i want to get the restlessness out of the way and just enjoy that time and feel okay with being like lazy if i want to i know i think we've just been so us two specifically have been in such a productive mindset for the past 12 years that we're like not right. comfortable with downtime anymore <laughs> we're like what projects can i do to fill up this time i need an activity <laughs> i think my favorite activity is just like literally getting dressed to go nowhere or like to get coffee by myself and then just like read a book or like watch tiktoks by myself and just have main character energy you know i hear that i hear that i had some main character energy this weekend <laughs> Oh my god, before we even get into anything else, can we talk about your Palm Springs rendezvous? Are you going to tell the audience? I don't know. Do y'all want to know? No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Give them a little tea. A little tea. I'll sprinkle it. I don't know if y'all are ready for all the juicy details of being a queer homosexual (laughs) in this world. Um, But no, I had my first, like, outing in west hollywood followed by um a little like little like pop in to palm springs it was really only like 24 hours but like for me two to three days of drinking is a bender so um so yeah i went out to west hollywood i went out to like some really famous clubs um one being the abbey i don't know if you've ever heard of the abbey it's like the like famous West Hollywood like club that all the gays go to actually used to be a church and then like the chapel is still oh. there um yeah I queers love like taking fake spaces and making them queer that was like all of my experience when I we was love in a repurpose when I was in Spain <laughs> I would like go to bars and like literally they would have like crosses like all across the walls and then in the back it's like gay porn playing on the TVs like there's like and and guys side note all these guys now all these queer men are wearing crosses as necklaces it's like a weird fashion thing i've been noticing we're reclaiming that's so 2012 that's so 2012 i don't know to like be into crosses the shaved eyebrow and the cross necklace is the new 2012 (laughs) resurgence tumblr literally Um, But yeah, so I went out to West Hollywood, I blacked out for the first time in like eight years, Um, there's literally like, my friend showed me a video of like some random person like carrying me on his shoulders, and I'm like waving to people in West Hollywood at the end of the night, like, 
embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I haven't had a good time. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully embarrassed. The next, yeah, it was making it was memories. Um, <laughs> met Lance Bass at, like at the club. Right. Like, literally, he was just I. One of the, the second club we went to, which I don't remember the name, it was like a pop up club. Um, he we, there's like set, there's like rails and you can go upstairs and there's like the main dance floor. But I like went upstairs. So I was like, well, I like you know I want to like people watch from the balcony and feel like I'm somebody. And I literally went up there and like in this one couch section up there, like with like two other people and there's nobody else up there. It's fucking Lance Bass from NSYNC. I and I'm just like, is this? Okay. Damn, my titles are revoked. <laughs> um, <laughs> there can be more than one, Eric. Okay. Um, You're right. but no, that's cool. You saw fucking Lance Bass, like yeah. And he's kind of like, hey, like what's up? And I was like, I'm wasted, but hello. Um. Oh, you actually had a combo? I thought you just saw a full combo. Him. He like came out of his section. He was just like, hi guys, like what's up? And I was just. Like, <laughs> I wasn't even starstruck. I'm not so that sick. type of person that needs, you know, I don't care. I'm not gonna like, I'm not one of those people like, you're a star, like I have to talk to you. Um, so anyways, that was that was my Friday. And then my friend and I on Saturday, um, we drove out to Palm Springs, which is about like two hours from where we're from. And we basically just had a 24 hour like jacuzzis, bar hopping, meeting all the Palm Springs daddies and um, I watched a a divorce go down, this married couple throwing drinks, throwing glasses at each other, fully getting divorced in the club. I watched a guy at 11 a.m. passed out on the steps of the bar fully passed out people walking by and I literally am asking people like is he okay do we need to like call an ambulance and they're like oh no that's Joe like he's just he's taking a nap um not the regular <laughs> Palm Springs is just like literally Mayhem. everyone's drunk um and it's mostly just like retired men of a certain age um just like doing shenanigans and um but it was really cool I mean I had <laughs> I don't know. I, I there was a moment in one of the bars where I'm sitting like literally like a full like 180 bar, and I'm just sitting there talking to this British guy, and somebody across the bar called me and said, "Hey, you get your ass over here," like, and the bar stopped. Everyone stops and looks at me, and I'm just like, "Uh, I feel catcalled. <laughs> I'm not used to this." Um, and then the old couple next to me is like, don't let him cackle you. You better not go over there. I'm like, not two sides of this equation. Um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was really fun. It was really chaotic. Um, I kind of needed it. We love messy. Um, we love a I messy really, weekend. Yeah, you just needed, yeah, it was just letting loose for, for like, 48 to 72 hours um and then dying of course monday but um i'm back i'm alive i've survived i'm i lived to tell the tale so that's my update yes you did you have lived to tell the tale i'm good i'm good i mean i think you already checked in with moi i'm glad we got to talk about your palm swings rendezvous (laughs) um I guess the next segment is our usual, will always be our usual, um, what are we listening to? Oh, so I'm always going back to nostalgia, because <laughs> I listen to the same things over and over, but I'm going back to like Jamie Isaac, like couch baby, piano, just like chilling out, laying in bed, Such not a doing great record. shit. Um, that's been on repeat for the past couple of days. Um, and then just like a little bit of Omar Apollo. I know he's kind of trendy right now, but like. Oh, yeah. He's like everyone's favorite gay right now. Truly. Yeah. Everyone's obsessed mm-hmm. with him. Um, but I'm whatever. Grammy I'm, nominated. I'm, about to go on tour with SZA. Like he's about to pop. Whoa. He's been popping off, but now he's like in the fruits of his successes. So I'm bandwagon, but. Um, yeah, those are kind of my main my main two baddies right now. <laughs> what what about you? 
Um, I am listening to the Kia uh, Forever Your Girl record. So good. Uh, she does her own spin on like experimental R&B, which is like my favorite genre right now. And then also Contour's new album, Onwards. So good. It's like meditation R&B. It's just like so like intimate and warm. I think both of them are very intimate and warm and like revealing and vulnerable. And very lo-fi, very sample based, um, very cool. I got to see them both live separately. Like I think last year I saw Kia and then this year I saw uh, Contour. And now they're about to, it's so, it's so weird that I'm listening to both of them because they're about to both do a bill in LA or something. You should go to that. It's really weird. Um, but they're, they're so good. Um, if yeah, it's less than $200, I'm down, but. It's not says a concert ticket. Yeah, no. Dude, my <laughs> friend literally asked, like, I was, my friend that I went to Palm Springs with was telling me because his other friend is really into SZA. And he ended up getting a, a ticket to the concert. And I was like, dude, how much did you pay for those? Because I was looking at them and, like, nosebleeds were literally, like, $160. Guess how much he paid for his ticket? $500. For $400. Yes. Dude, at one point, if you're doing arenas, you're already getting money. Why do you need to go above, like, $50? I don't know. I think Bad Bunny made so much money on touring this year that everyone's like, you know what? I'm going to charge $400 for a ticket. Because why not? Because people are paying no for meet and it, greet. So. No meet Truly. and greet. $400, no meet and greet. No VIP. That's just, ch- I'm chilling at your show. I'm standing for $400. Not including any drinks, food, VIP, meet and greet, nothing. Just like, <sighs> get your mad. She's popping off right now. No, I'm, she's great. I mean, we talked in the last episode about how much I really, like, just appreciated and connected with her album. But, like, at the same time, we can go to the local bar and see an amazing band and performer for free that just want you to tip them $2. And there are people out here paying, asking you to pay, like, $400 to come see them in a concert. That's, that's festival money. That's festival money. I don't know. It's kind of like Hollywood entertainment where, like, now films are spending billions and billions and billions of dollars to make a new marvel film and there's all these amazing new like indie films that have really cool concepts that can barely raise a hundred thousand dollars and don't get as much of a showcase like i I don't know i just i hate that entertainment's such a degree of like variation like i feel like we need to like yeah they're living in extremes like oh my god i could I had one of my friends play 930 Club, which if you don't know, 930 Club is like a really pop-in venue, probably like a dream for any local act in a DMV to play there. Um, they were an opening act for a band. They said they were practically almost sold out, but because they were the opening band, T, they only got 50 bucks for an almost sold out show. And it was basically because they didn't have an agent to like negotiate their guarantee. Um, so they made nothing off ticket sales. <laughs> they made nothing off ticket sales, and it's like one of those things where it's like, play the nine thirty club for fifty bucks, or don't play nine thirty club. And I was just kind of like, damn. Do you think they wow. did it just because of the exposure? Like, are artists just like taking these really? Right now, it just. Games? Yeah, it's just so tough. It's like no matter what level you're at, like, and even nine thirty, it's like that's like a pop in, up and coming, like touring spot. You know, it's it's like the step before arena. Like if you can sell out, you know, a five hundred cap club, you can do an arena. But yeah, back to the whole concept of like degrees of how much people get paid versus what audience people are paying for like low end artists and huge artists. It just it just becomes comical on a certain level. It's just like I can put my money anywhere and you want me to spend one hundred dollars in two hours. <laughs> How about crazy dollars in three days and see the same artist but also see 50 other artists come on but it, that's more than coachella period <laughs> bring it all, back. Bring bring it it all back. back there were so many 
looking folks in Palm Springs. Like it's literally like, dude, there was somebody who showed up to a bar at like 10 a.m. basically in drag, fur, glass, like gold rim glasses, like glossy lips, like stunting on everybody, just so fabulous. I was like, God, like this scene is so fun. Um, sorry, I was I, I was enthralled. <laughs> no, it's great. I love when people serve. We love serving anything. Um, There's a lot of fur. That's cute. Served. I wish I was there. I wish I was there to see the messy gayness go down. Um, it's there. If you want to see it, you're welcome to go there. Well, so. we are at our 15 minute mark, so we must oh. jump into our topic before time runs out. Um, we have a really fun episode for you guys. Um, we had a really long discussion about this prior, but something that we really wanted to like tap into is social media. Um, and how it kind of like affects us, doesn't affect us, um, and those types of nuances. But yeah, yeah, God. I think, I think like the big thing that we kept like going back to with this whole social media conversation is just like this idea of hyperculture and how like sort of like sensationalizing different cultures and it's like on one hand it's like it's sort of like mimicking reality but it's also like not reality at the same time and so it's like and this mocking movie. reality honestly <laughs> um i can just i mean my biggest experience is obviously like gay culture something that has been so like kind of on the down low throughout like I don't know like 50 50 30 fuck like not even 30 years ago like 20 years ago gay culture was really only good by queer people and now we have like memes online of like people getting fisted people being like asking to pee on people and like group sex and all of these concepts that are just like all of a sudden social media is coming and like hyper socializing it and mass producing it for the everyday person. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just- Kinks to the forefront. Just like the reveal. Like even for me, like when I go on like TikTok and it fully knows that I'm like married, bi and have mental health issues. And it will show me like, how do you know you're bi? I can pull web pull men but not women or like how to like how you know if someone's by just based on their outfit just like so much stuff and it's like stop sending me right now <laughs> and like the fact that like you're, you're so on person, the pulse <laughs> and the fact that you're a queer person and like the internet now because they've tracked your internet movements knows that you're a queer person so all of your like you know advertised social media posts are like guys just like shaking their ass so i'm just like scrolling through seeing my friends post and then it's just a guy with his booty like popping it and i'm like literally i'm gay but i don't need this right now stop trying trying to feed me culture like i already exist within it i don't need this extra push of the culture onto me it's not even just like pushing the culture it's like pushing like the aspects of the culture it's like how we operate words we use like you know um fashion how you're supposed to dress how you're supposed to look how you're supposed to act like i think i think i saw this i think i said it to you it was this dude this tiktok of the dude being like he was wearing a tank top and a skirt and he was like i love it when allies want to ally like i'm gay sweetie like i know that what i'm wearing is cute and gay you don't gotta tell me blah 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 and i'm just sitting here like we're at a point where like this shit is so revealed so to the forefront of culture and gay culture is running it right now like on every platform it's just like it's just so fascinating like it's just so fascinating and so funny but at the same time even though it's hyper I think I appreciate it to a degree because it's getting less and less stigmatized and we're getting really comfortable with stuff. Some people take it to the extreme for sure, but like no one gives a shit anymore because 
we're we're getting alternative people sharing alternative stories you know that's true like it is definitely sort of like numbing people out to king culture and things and making it more of a norm but i think the issue there and a lot of the issue in like 2022 modern social media is that like we can sort of pick and choose what news we want to read like who we want we can to curate follow. we can literally curate and look for all the things that we want to look for and the people that don't want to see it can choose basically to not have that in their face and so yeah i don't know not to get all political on it but i can just it, it also sort of like is people even more into their little sections oh it's totally and... segregated and turning things into because it's so hyper you can pick and choose like you said and it kind of like divides us in a very slick algorithmic kind of way where it's Truly. like oh well, i only want to see the things that don't trigger me and only make me happy and are what i'm thinking about aesthetically you know and we can dive but into I... identity in a bit but yeah but I'm also, even beyond that, it's interesting for me as somebody, like, I stopped at Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on Be Real. I don't have Twitter. And, like, even in real life now, people are expecting me to, like, understand, refer- like, TikTok references. Somebody will say something and be like, did you see this TikTok? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about at all. Um, you know, so it's almost like we're now even being segregated based on the social media platforms that we use. Um, Nuanced relatability. Like, how do we relate to each other? How do we connect with each other? Do we know the same memes? Do we know the same trending audio or like weird jokes that are floating or whatever? Yeah, and you're right. It, it, it's not just Instagram. It, like, ascends Instagram. It's like, Instagram is a big hole enough, but yeah. And have Definitely. you ever seen somebody doing a TikTok in person, like, live? like? Filming? I'm sorry, y'all. I don't live in LA. Dude, so no, I welcome to that. LA. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, watching these people do these, like, group dances and TikToks in person, and it's so cringe, cringy. Cringe, cringe. I'm sorry. Like, I yeah, I just um i'll consume the cringe i just can't see it in reality that's like too meta for me well that's like (laughs) you know it needs it needs like the music it needs like the caption underneath like it needs the full picture for it to really make sense when you're you're watching somebody just do like a it's secondhand embarrassment hard like what are you doing (laughs) i think at the same time like those people are also getting fucking paid and getting sponsorships, maybe, but also just kind of like, I don't want to be seen, I don't want to be perceived. Period. (laughs) Why do you want to be seen? Why do you want to be perceived? Why do you want to go viral so desperately that you're uh, giving all of us secondhand embarrassment, like you said? But we're also, like, now social media is, like, this form of expression where we're, like, picking and choosing how we want other people to see us. Like, For my sure. page is very, like, and I'm referencing Instagram, so it's really the only social I'm on. Like, my page is just, like, I've basically taken it back to just, like, a little, like, photo scrapbook of, like, my adventures and things that, like, I want to look it's back at. It's the media at. dump. It's the media yeah. dump era. Here's, here's July yeah. of 2022, whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're a singer, you're an artist, like, your page is a little more like well i don't want to speak for you but like you know your page i mean it's brandy and advertising as hell i'm literally like listen to this come see me here you know i might do some media dumps here and there you know sometimes but it's mostly i'm like shameless promotion this is a business page honey thank you Not social media being literally personal branding and everyone has a brand now. It's a business. And it became a business and probably like, I don't even know, when I was in college, I remember the first time I was on Instagram, I was like 16 in high school. So that means it's been 10 plus years, lol. Um, And my friend showed it to me and I was like, oh, fun. An app where I can instantly take a picture and instantly post all at the same time 
play with some filters and it it did mimic reality because it was real. Now it's like upload from library and I can arrange things and design things and add something here and add something there and capture someone's attention and yeah, it's a curated and aesthetic. It's literally. a curated aesthetic, it's a curated identity, like you see what I want you to see. That literally just reminded me of that trend that was just happening. It kind of died down the last couple of days, but those AI pictures or whatever that everybody was That bandwagon of the lens of AI. I was like, y'all know that they're clearing up all of your flaws, like, and literally curating you to be, like, the most idealized, like, most, you know, superficial, like, best looking versions of yourself possible and like you're buying into it like what is you're buying into it because everyone's buying into it and then on top of that what was so funny is that like i didn't do that because hello deep fakes exist like you put your face into a data like algorithm that can warp your features what else are they gonna warp they can actually <laughs> Literally, they can add your face to anything. The privacy policies you can read, like they can commercially use any of those pictures of you in the same way that Facebook can do that. But um, articles came out like days after the trend was over. It was like a weekend thing that just like randomly happened. And basically it was, um, how do I explain this? It was essentially like for everyone that uploaded a picture into their like AI app, it was actually training their app to learn faces that entire time. <laughs> so it's like, that happens now with this? every like trendy app that comes out. It's always like a few days later, someone researches it and they're like, you literally signed your children away in this like user agreement that you signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's so sad. But like, yeah, back to the whole idea of like, you know, we're all these platforms to express ourselves, you know, we're trying to connect with people, we're trying to meet people, we're trying to find our community, Um, but it's not even real, and I think something that you talked about yesterday was just, like, meeting, like, having IG online friends, and then the aesthetic they put on their story and their feed, whatever, and then them in real life, Two different things. <laughs> Two different things at all. Like, I can't tell you how many people I've I've met that have like been super posty online and extroverted and will post savage memes and then you meet them, you talk to them in real life or meet them in real life and they're shy as Mute. fuck. I'm dead. You no nothing to say. No personality. Nothing. It's like it's a scale. It honestly is. I've been meeting a lot of people recently. Because you think you need it. I've been meeting a lot of people recently in California who I think are, it probably is like an oversaturation of social media. So I'm meeting people that don't have any. Like they're just like, I'm done with this. And like, it's interesting. And this could just be my personal experience, but it's interesting because a lot of their personalities are a lot more like intriguing and interesting. It's like people are like giving away parts of themselves to have this internet personality and it's almost taking away from their authentic like real life personalities like there's more energy put into social media personality than like who you and we don't even have to work for it i'm not even working for it like people are like like i think we were talking about i think yesterday when we were like discussing this topic i was talking about how people air their dirty fucking laundry on instagram and we'll just be like, close friends time. Here's all the tea I'm spilling. Mutes several people that they don't want to see whatever they're seeing. Adds all the people they want to see. And we'll explain something traumatic that happened to them. They'll trauma dump or talk about a breakup or talk about politics or cancel someone. It's like... Oh, it's so funny that you, that just totally reminded me of a recent situation that happened. It's a little bit sad. Um, okay. you'll, you'll probably remember this story, but... Um, it was actually somebody going through like a, a little bit of a manic episode. So I want to caveat with that, but like they were posting like a billion stories, like one of those stories online. Yeah. That's really 
and they were like calling out this guy who it looked like they got in an automobile accident or something and it was just all these stories of calling him out like trying to fight him like i'm pulling up where you at blah 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 and just going off and it's again i you know i feel bad because i obviously realized the context later on but when you're watching it it's like you said like i don't want to be involved in this like it's tmi like like why what is like oversharing why what is what do you get out of it that's what i've never understood absolutely nothing but an audience you know what i mean like and you open the door to like being gossiped about talked about people can easily like drag down their screen and screen record your entire story it's not like snapchat where it just goes away in a second and it's gone you know, like, I can't yeah. tell you, like, like, I think I saw one that, I saw this, uh, uh, trend that was going around that was like, oh, is Doja Cat okay? Like, she shaved her head, like, she's doing all this stuff, and people screen recorded her live about how she was just like, I'm okay, I can shave my head, I don't want hair, blah, 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 I'm a normal person, um, and the whole live was recorded and shared on YouTube, and it's like, this stuff isn't instantaneous anymore. It's not short form media. It's it can be recorded, sent around, screenshots can be sent, like and saved forever. Like is there and, and saved forever? It can be brought back. It can be archived. It can be downloaded. Like where is the line be, for privacy? Truly, and not or recognizing that privacy. Yeah, but like. I have, you know, I have, like, friends and family members who have, like, you know, passed away, and sometimes, like, I'll still get, like, notifications about their birthdays and things like that on, like, Facebook and whatnot, and it's just so strange that, like, we now have this digital fingerprint that follows us even after we die, and I can see, like, it's, I guess it's a good thing, too. You can, like, somewhat see this person's personality um and just kind of see a little bit into their life after they're gone but it's also like a little bit of like uh not everyone posts everything online right not everyone and and some people overshare don't share share a little bit but it's like yeah it's gonna continue to exist like i remember when facebook was doing memories (laughs) and i would see stuff i posted in middle school the most ridiculous statuses like i remember um, that too I think my favorite status was from like 2008 and it was a status that was said Iman is under house arrest and then I had all these comments that were like whoa are you actually on house arrest like what did you do and I was like no I'm grounded lol (laughs) being dramatic but like I literally archived all everything before like 20 i don't even know 12 you got got a social media vetting for for a job so you had to but no and back yeah like people's background checks baby like literally same i hear i don't have a ton i didn't post a lot but i had the same thing when memories appeared on facebook i remember one that i saw was like i need to get out of this house right now like what and then on in the comments my sister's like what's going on blah 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 and i'm like you know, my mom's being a da, 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 and just like um, telling the world. We had no idea. We had no idea the implication. Like, God, and yes. people, and like the thing is too is that like people will build an idea around what you present on the internet, and you have to be wary of that. That's not who you are. And the fact that you're meeting people that don't have Instagram, it's like you have to we work. It's like it's like you're earning someone's background and history and life and personality the way it should be it's authentic whereas we're all nuanced people and these social platforms are like literally momentary temporary thoughts that we put out into the world that have more of a standing of who we are um yeah do you remember life before media bruh i think i think before myspace tumblr facebook when I think about what I was doing, I was reading books. <laughs> I was home all the time. 
mm-hmm. or working because I got a job when I was like 16. But I think when I was 16, I'm pretty sure I had social media. Like I started with social media like probably like 15. It was early for us, yeah. I think 14, 15 was around when it really started to like go off. Yeah, but I think about like the period of my life where I'm like a tween, a child basically. I was at home. I was watching, you know, bootleg shows, the grassy on my computer. <laughs> I was like, like out with the neighbors. I was like out with the neighborhood kids, like playing games that we would like make up and just like running around the neighborhood and like period riding my bike and like we would call each other on the house phone and literally (laughs) no fucking cap we would literally be like all like we weren't even at the same school we only had seventh grade together for people that don't know so like post seventh grade we're at different schools i'm like I'm gonna have like a four hour phone call about everything that's happening in middle school slash high school right now. Like, literally, sometimes taking up minutes, calling. getting charged for minutes, <laughs> <laughs> causing havoc. Those were the days. I do miss it though. But I, I wonder what it would have been like if I didn't get social media until I was like 20, you know? Like, how would I, I have know. connected with people? How would I have made friends? How would I have gone on dates? Like, you would have finessed. You were always figuring it out, no matter what. I, <laughs> I like she may seem social, but she needs a little, a little, like a girl. little algorithm. No. <laughs> no, but like, also it's like, you know, thinking about it from a dating perspective too. It's like, how do we vet people? You know, we take like a couple pictures. Usually it's on, from my end, it's people holding fish. (laughs) No, we take a couple pictures and, like, two sentences, and we make up our idea of, like, who this person is in totality. And it's it's really sad. It's really sad that, like, we judge people. Oh, quick judgment, just like that. I think we know everything about, like, a person. You, You wonder who you miss out on by now like dating i know right look i can't tell you how many times i've been like oh we have no mutuals or getting excited when i find out that we know the same people the world is very small you know like i can't tell you how many times i've been like i saw oh wait hold on pause (laughs) i was watching a video yesterday about this rapper who was like i want to date someone with less than 500 followers because i think that's authentic and I was like, is this the new wave? <laughs> no followers is better than followers? <laughs> yeah, but tell me why. I remember a comment from, like, a frat guy in high school. I don't know why I've always remembered this comment of this, like, D-bag straight guy. But he, I remember he was like, if you have over 100 likes on Facebook and you're a girl, you're a hoe. Whoa! <laughs> Not getting cast was... for being liked. I was like, wow. I want to have 100 likes. Right? Like, I'm always going for 100 likes. I'm like, give me 100. And then like, give me 100. Then this was a no. flop. But yeah, like, I I think that we do miss out on a lot of people. You know? Like, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be breaks from social media. Like, we gotta... I think I might use that timer. You can put timers on apps now. Oh, so it, like, will, like, cut you out after, like, a certain time. Yeah, it'll be like, you've had your 10-minute fill, like... I'm pretty sure it, like, gives you the notification, but you can, like, close it and go in anyways. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean... Okay. I thought it was, like, no mas, like, authoritative, but... I guess not. Truly. Um, Truly. I feel like we really just take a big poop on social media right now. It is a trash can. <laughs> it's not It's not all bad. I've had good experiences. Like, I have two. I've met amazing people through social media. I know you have two in your Tumblr face. Um, and I feel like it is. It has opened the avenue also for like 
a little more like artistic expression in a lot of ways. Like people can, you know, just express like their artistic endeavors through some social media platform, even TikTok as much yeah. as I'm like anti, like it is a new creative sort of avenue for people. Yeah, it's a new medium. Um, but it's still dope. Yeah, and for some people, it's like a networking thing. It's a career thing. It's a business move. It's not necessarily have anything to do with, like, you know, what it was initially intended for, which is to share your life and connect with people you've met, you know? Don't make me start talking about LinkedIn. I will go crazy. Woo! We are not talking about LinkedIn on this podcast. I am anti as fuck. Even though I check it a lot, I'm just like, ugh, you know what? I don't need to hear about your promotion today. It's like, no, it's not even promotions. It's all layoffs. It's like, I work at Amazon, and I just got laid off. I, oh, my God. I work, at, I work at CoStar, and I got laid off. Right. And there's, like, 4,000 comments, like, here's a job for you. And I'm like, well, okay. Like, I guess they're popular because they work at a popular company. So, um, right. no, I feel the same way about LinkedIn. Um, it is a hole until you get up there. Like you have to reach. It's a it's a it's a it's a elitist platform, because like when you're a young buck and you're just like you know having a bullshit job trying to make it on LinkedIn <laughs> or show that you've made it on LinkedIn, it's trash. But once you get to like a bigger company or a more conglomerate name, whatever, people start taking you seriously. Mm-hmm. It's a game. That's it's a game because social media is. Be- about elitism even linkedin and like the number like it's we're literally we are living in black mirror we're living in it like how many followers you have is a determination of like how cool of a person you are or how worthwhile of a person you are mm-hmm. who you work mm-hmm. for, like all these things that sort of reference like your standing in society is based on yeah it's a fucking caste system it's like okay but i don't it's i'm I'm wondering i always wonder about the day i'm just gonna give it up (laughs) like i just archive all my shit and i just kind of exist to enjoy content rather than to make it you know i don't think we can escape it now like before you were talking about like oh like what would it be like without social media but it's like it's not only FOMO but like conversations in real life nowadays reference things that happen on these digital platforms and if you don't know you're out of touch like that you go like a weekend or a couple days it's like wait what happened (laughs) like some trash do you have any crazy social media stories you know I do I but I don't mind you watching this shit. My, like, literally, I have so fucking many. Like, I'm trying to think about a good... Oh, yeah. Okay. Tea spell. We ready. I, I um, said bait. <laughs> literally. But no. So, we all know that you can get easily canceled on the internet. In real life, too, but I think social media, specifically Instagram cancellations, are by far the worst because people issue out PR statements and screenshots and go on live and do the most. So, like, okay, rewind to, like, August 2022, I played a show at DC9 with this guy and I think one other artist. I won't name his name because it's irrelevant now. But at the time, I thought he was a really good musician. He was like a white dude. He had like two POC bandmates that backed him up on bass and drums. Fast forward a couple. Oh, oh, and, I, and that night I met his girlfriend, who's also a POC woman. And a couple months go by. Post that show. It was a great show. We made, sold tickets. It was great. Uh, I see him post a whole statement about being performatively racist, how he assaulted his partner in his sleep, um, just so much shit, and how, like, 
he uses people of color for his own personal gain and he's trying to work on himself and go to therapy blah 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 and then like literally everyone in the comments was like this is performative as fuck like right was he trying to get ahead getting of something ahead. yes he was getting ahead of the shit because his girlfriend was his ex-girlfriend was posting the real tea on her ig story so i'm like going back and forth i'm like obviously i unfollowed the shit out of him because i was like i don't want to see this you fucked up even though i do believe in redemption like i feel like i got caught in that mix too like reading that back like seeing how he uses people of color it was horrible because i was like damn you asked me to play this show too to make you look cool like trash but yeah like that whole situation went down for like a whole week he was posting multiple statements then he like archived he like deactivated his instagram and then he brought it back and then deleted the statement and then was like made a regular like selfie post and was like if you want to talk about what happened just reach out to me directly blah 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 and i'm just sitting here like dude not saying it's over but like oh it's over it's fucking over like no one's gonna fucking work with you you're lucky she didn't like post about it on the internet internet not just like on an app you know but it's trash (laughs) it's trash and it's like that story reminds me of like all of i like there was that whole string i don't know if you ever heard those news stories of like these kids predominantly like white kids who would like get into college and then the universities would hear about like they had like basically said something racist online and they would rightly so revoke their tuition into the college um oh yeah yeah that was like a big trend um i, I haven't heard many of those stories recently I remember but, like, even in high school they were like clean up your facebook page because colleges look at your social media exactly so if you were ignorant to like the advice of your teachers and probably your parents and clearly you're racist um you deserve like what you get in that case yeah like fuck that like because that taps into like a whole like a a student's experience like things like what title nine like the Mm -hmm. right to like a good college experience is bullshit um but yeah That was my spicy story. I have many spicy stories about just like the most things the 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 most common thing that I see is like trauma dumps, mm-hmm. breakups, mutual aid, and like political say, disagreements. Political disagreements, cancellations, oh. and like warnings. Like I, I I've seen people be like, you know this person or this is no even even an establishment so we'll say like remember what happened with nelly's in dc how that girl got her hair pulled down the stairs by a third-party security guard and how the literally like it was this this poster was going around and it was like share and follow and blah 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 but like don't go to nelly's like they don't respect people of color they don't respect uh gay people of color um And there was protests outside of Nelly's all summer long. But again, that's also sort of like the flip side, like when you think about things like the Arab Spring, like the revolutions that happened, I forget what year it was, um, but like social media helping, especially a lot of like, um, I don't want to call them necessarily third world countries, but like countries where there's a lot more oppression, like social media has actually helped in organizing a lot of um protests and and things like that so, so it's like there is like that positive feature that you know social media a connects us to people around the world like i'm so grateful to know people from different countries and stuff that i would not have ever had a chance to really meet yeah without social media and also like uplifting causes for people of other so countries true. like I feel like that's that's one of the best things that social media has taught us is that like we're now in a global society. We can have conversations yeah. with people from the opposite end of the planet and it's like more important than ever to you know generate a global culture 
that is uplifting, that is positive, that is like mutually aiding. Accepting. Exactly. No, there's like, when it comes to just like engagement and reaching more people, I think social media is amazing for that. You know, it reminds us why we should be connected, you know? Um, But I think we still have to approach it with a little bit of caution, like, you know, a little bit of wariness because like anyone can take that and run with it and create an entire idea of you and you too can create an entire idea of someone. And, you know, I think, I think a lot of it is just trash (laughs) in the most simple sense, but it's like, we have to, we have to be a little deductive about what we see and not be so targeted and amplified by it. I think it's more so like on a like very small scale from an individual point of view be authentic like it's okay don't overshare but like be authentic to who you are and that'll do you a lot of good um in terms of not letting social media like get toxic like don't don't follow the hype like you don't have yeah. to get all these new social medias and like be involved with the latest trends. Like it's okay to just take a, a step back and take a back seat. Like you don't have to be constantly break. involved in everything. Yeah. Take a break. Like you don't have to like feel. everything. Sometimes you just look at shit. You don't have to interact with every single element of the platform. Like it's it's really just what you make of it. But um I like what you said about how we're a global society, though. Um, it does feel like there's more of a curtain being revealed about what's happening. Like, even the stuff that was happening in Iran, you know, the women that were cutting their hair, I didn't know that shit was going down. I found out via Instagram because mm-hmm. I, I follow a lot of activists that were putting on benefits for uh, the, the women in Iran. Um, but it, and... was, it was interesting because that that specific situation, if you remember... Like, there were all these posts about, um, like, basically mass, um, I want to make sure I'm correct in what I'm saying, but basically mass, um, uh, the government was basically, there was all these posts about, like, the government was going to kill all these protests, but there was all these posts about, like, the government is going to, like, kill all these protesters, basically, and then I remember people saying, like, don't share this this news isn't exactly 100% true. Like, make sure you have all the facts. It's like, they're talking about doing this, but it's not actually happening. So it's like, A, yes, it did people about what was going on, but then it got hyper-sensationalized and we, like, missed out on the full picture. And so, like, this one mass event, it's like, it was good and bad in terms of the social media involvement of it. Um, right. which is really interesting. And social media isn't a source! Social media isn't a source. Okay. Okay. Literally, read a newspaper. Like, it's so sexy. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Not us finding out your, your kinks. <laughs> if you read a newspaper and I catch you, especially if you're wearing some glasses, it's fucking on, like, Donkey Kong. Oh my um, god, a physical piece of news is yeah. descending us, clearly. Because um, it's, it's not about the day before. It's like, a newspaper was great because all the stories had to be written, they had to be approved, like, it had to like all be done source. the previous day, and then it came out the next day, whereas now it's literally, like, as soon as the story happens, like, gotta write about it, gotta post it ASAP, like, and then breaking. sometimes... It's live. Live stories, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, social media, man. One day we're just gonna move on. We're gonna all decide that it's like gauche. <laughs> Do you think that's like postmodernism? Is like we all just eventually reject all social media and like go back to living our day? Yeah, I think lives? it's gonna be. I think it's gonna Ooh. be like the wave of people post like post Gen Z. I don't know. I don't know what the next generation after Gen Z is. But I think they're going to be like, 
uh, like that's not even cute anymore. Like you have a profile somewhere. Like right, that's not I'm so it. Ready for that. I'm so Ooh. ready for someone to take out the trend. Um, but it's it's also like inevitable that we're gonna just like have it forever. So yeah, yeah, I disagree. I feel like it'll be the opposite where we're gonna go full black mirror. It'll just get and... amplified. <laughs> Literally, we're gonna be like rated like whatever you're like number one through eight billion, and like you have a ranking in society, and it's on like your social media profile, and like you can't order like you're lying. you can't order wrapped. <laughs> you like can't order like a cab if you're like number after like number four million. You can only get like I'm just saying. dude. Isn't that already kind of existing though? Team. Yes. That's that's what I'm saying. Ugh. Yeah. I just think that we're going to eventually evolve from that shit. And I don't know if it's just age or just like feeling like a fear of being out of touch. But it'll have its slow death. I know Instagram is going to have a slow death because Facebook has had a slow death. And we all know how Facebook is now. T, so. but Facebook Marketplace is popping. You know? They should just separate it. Fuck. I think they're trying to gradually, like, just let that, but it's like, you know, it, it's, gen- I mean, that's the other thing. It's generational. The boomers are on Facebook. The millennials are on Instagram. The Zoomers are on TikTok. And Be Real. Like, what is Be Real? Be Real is the new i i haven't used it but somebody else told me about it be real is a new social media platform that's supposed to be authentic so they give you specific times that you have to post and like that you're supposed to post right at that moment and if you don't post right at that moment they like shame you they're like you were supposed to post two hours ago it's trash it's fuck that fuck that Ooh, you're ugly. No, thank you. It's literally getting Why are you shamed. telling me what to Not the algorithm telling me what to do. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta we gotta wrap up our thoughts for real. Yeah, give me give me a final recap. Like, what are your thoughts on social media as a whole? I think social media is a blessing and a curse. Period. So. I, I think that, like, as we move forward with it, just take a little bit of caution and just think about what you're posting. Like, if it means anything, like, call your friends. Let's bring cold calling our friends back, FaceTimes back. Like, oh, we don't got to bring, bring all that of that back. I'm guilty. I will cold call a bit. Uh, same. I'm like, I don't even know what you're doing. Hi. <laughs> I would rather cold call a friend than put an entire performance online. Like, fuck that. You know, I think we just need to get our priorities a little more straight when it comes to social media. That's my closing thought. Cool. My closing thought is just let your social media be authentic to you. Like, your specific profiles, like, do what makes you happy with them but I wouldn't take what's going on with anyone else's profiles and any news and anything else going on on social media to heart it's it's like you said it's not really real it's a digital I mean it is it's real and it's not real it's a digital reality it's performance art (laughs) (laughs) but in terms of the real world don't let anything that's going on with social media influence how you live your life because we're so much more nuanced than the things that we see online as human beings and it's so important to just like appreciate real life like i don't like metaverse all appreciate that shit, stillness. No, like yeah appreciate who you are and and the beautiful nuanced world that we live in the real world is where it's at and don't ever fucking forget that And on that no, note, fucking valid, 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 valid. Uh, 
Um, on that note, um, we appreciate everybody who has tuned into this. Um, Hell yeah. Thank you everyone that followed the Instagram. Rant. Um, and we hope that we will uh, see you on the next potty. Bye!